Hi there, hi there, ho there Disney fans, and welcome to another Disneyland Paris show. This is the Itty Bitty News Show, and I'm your host, Lucy Rain. I'm Chris Fletcher. Hello, children. I'm Hugh Rain. And now, Disneyland Paris News. The new character meal at Lucky Nugget has had its final performance as the restaurant reverts to its regular offerings and prices. Lines were out the door at the World of Disney as a summer sale began. Offerings included 40% off coral spirit jerseys and ears and a select Frozen 2 merchandise. Rhythm of the Pride Lands returns to the Frontierland Theatre at the end of the week, 15th August. The show will require a line birdie reservation to attend. The new Studio D sign has been installed at what used to be Disney Junior in the production courtyard at Walt Disney Studios. No opening date has yet been announced. A sudden spike in attendance was reported last weekend as queue times reached up to 85 minutes. However, numbers seem to have returned to post-COVID levels this weekend. Hotel Santa Fe has now reopened to guests. The Last Chance Cafe in Frontierland has also reopened. The Disney Corporation had its quarterly earnings call this week, revealing record losses for the Parks Division, but still clinging on to a small profit company-wide. Wow. Listeners, you really need to know, that took us four takes. Yes. A lot more than that, really, because there's multiple parts to that. That was an absolute car crash. But what you heard, I have no doubt, was slick and professional-ish. Thank you. Yes, I've worked very hard on the editing of this show today. (laughs) Yeah, you had enough takes to uh, choose from. Yeah, we do do like to... Spoil for choice. Keep you on your toes. (laughs) But not only that, there's a lot of news to unpack there. Quite a lot of news. Oh, actually, Chris, you know, you told me to uh, not delete anything. Mm. I did. I did too. Oh, okay, that's fine then. Nobody ever need... Oh, we've just talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's important background information. So, yeah. what's interesting, you guys? Should we do them in order or did something grab you? What do you want to talk about? Um, I've been keen to, to address this issue that the numbers might have gone up a bit because we've been sort of... Sort of saying how quiet it is and things and how low the wait times are, but uh, one one um, listener contacted us, contacted us with photographs uh, to show us that the queues are actually going up. Um, but then we've also found that they might that might have just been a weird little blip. Well, I mean mm-hmm. that's that was corrob- um, corroborated by a lot of photos on Twitter and Facebook of them extending queue lines because now, of course, if they extend a queue line, they have to extend barriers and things, and yeah. and it did look to be a bit packed last weekend. However, um, I saw some pictures yesterday of very similar to what we took of like an empty Adventureland and an empty Studios Park and then I went on the app today just while I was writing this news segment to see and sort of 3 o'clock this afternoon all the wait time seems to be back to 5 minutes 15 minutes tops so I don't know what happened last weekend if it was a blip or there was an event on or something but Evidence this weekend has been low crowds and evidence last weekend was high crowds. I kind of, I know that doesn't sound like news, but at this point in history, that's kind of what everyone's keeping their eye on, isn't it? What's going on with these crowd levels? Yeah, we're just covering our own backs. We're not saying, get yourself down there. It's a breeze. You know, it is up and down at the moment. 
We don't know, but the chances of you having a quiet August day are far higher than most years. Let's put it that way. Je ne comprends pas. Mm. <laughs> nice. So, oh, right, I have to just cling on to something I am utterly delighted about. Lucky Nugget has gone back to its previous iteration. For those who don't know, Lucky Nugget used to be a not quick service. It used to be casual dining, similar to what you get at Nando's. You have to order at a counter, but then they bring it to your table service. And there was a lovely little puppet show. There is now again. Lovely little puppet show. Cheap-ish food for Disneyland Paris. Great experience. And when it reopened post-COVID, it's um, it went to a €59 euro a head character meal with a really really limited menu in fact it was as much the limited menu as it was the price that put us off it was there was no mm. choices for kids and only two choices for adults however unsurprisingly um they've kind of the backpedaled on that because i don't think it was a popular fan decision and the thing is about uh, Disneyland at the moment is it's largely fans who are there. You're not getting your usual casual visitors. It's your hardcore fans. I think it was a forty-nine euro meal. Did I say it's forty-nine ninety-nine? Isn't it so fifty euro? It's forty-nine euro. Oh, it is forty-nine euro. Thirty-nine for the children's. It's just when you said that, I thought that sounds a bit more than I remember. Yeah. Did I <laughs> say fifty year. euros? <laughs> you said fifty nine, yeah, so. didn't you? Oh, yeah, you did say fifty nine. Oh, yes, did, you did I? Did. I did mean forty nine. I did know it was forty nine. Sorry. Um, so yeah, thank goodness. Um, but they tried it. This is the thing. They've got to try these things. You know, suck it and see. Uh, and I know why they did it because they've got rid of a lot of the premium dining experiences, such mm. as auberge de Cendrillon, but son rollo. <laughs> Yeah, try to get away with that by just sort of mumbling it out. Um, Cinderella's table. Um, and the hotels that have got the preview, premium dining are closed as well. So they had to put something in, but it it, it obviously wasn't working. And that's fine. Mm. So we're back to our favourite table service. Yay. Nice. What else? What else? <laughs> what Rhythm else? of the Pride Lands is back. Well, we knew it in would the, be. In the Frontierland Theatre? Yeah, I think we talked about oh, this we knew the day. Of times What now. we didn't know is that they'd be using the lovely Line Bertie app. We knew they were using it for the one in the <laughs> studios, um, which is the one that used to be the parade. They'd have to, really, because it's two shows queuing at once at times for Rhythm of the Pride Lands, isn't mm. it? Yeah. Yeah, but that's not with reduced capacity. I thought, you know, that's on a regular August day. I thought they might get away with it with reduced capacity, but... Yeah. The, presumably they'll have to use capacity in the theatre. Sorry, Chris. Well, I was, no, I was going to say, I, I, I guess that the, this is one of the places where Lime Bertie could shine because I guess if they put out the tickets on Lime Bertie, they know how many people are going to be there. Shine and Bertie. the people who don't have it know that they can't go there. So you're not going to end up with people just going and chancing it, which makes a lot of sense to me at the moment. It does, actually. I do agree. I'd, I'd rather do this for shows than meet and greets. Having once yeah. queued two and a half hours for a Marvel show after running a half marathon and I just desperately wanted to sit down, uh, that was a bleak time. Um, I would rather have used Lime Bertie then. But, and maybe this will mm. stick around. We don't know. Maybe it'll work. Um, the Studio <laughs> D sign's coming up. For those who don't know, this is replacing the... 
um, Disney Junior live show in the studios. Uh, I think it's going to be kind of similar. It's an entire new set, an entirely new show, but I think it is aimed at that preschool age group. But the concept art of the set looks brilliant. So even though by the time this eventually opens, Bonnie might be a bit long in the tooth at the grand old age Mm. of six for Disney Junior, I think we'll still go along and check it out. She really enjoyed the Disney Junior, didn't she, when she was two? Yeah, she was almost three. She was almost three, absolutely adored it. But Lucas is having a Disney Junior resurgence at the moment. He seems to be just just madly into all of it, and it means Ollie's found things like Jake and the Neverland Pirates now, mm-hmm. uh, which he's, he's not watched before, so it's kind of nice, quite yeah. nice. Yeah. Fabulous. Um, Santa Fe is open, and the Last Chance Cafe is open. Um, cool, not much to say about that. Last Chance Cafe... <laughs> Is a big quick service in Frontierland, and we've, I think maybe it was... We've never been in it. We haven't, and it's been on our kind of must-do-that-never-been-in-there list yeah, we, for ages. we need to tick that one off. We do. Um, but that might be a sign that they're increasing capacity, you know. I know we're debating, mm. and that the cast member I spoke to said they weren't, but if they're opening other big um, quick service, and they're opening more hotels slowly but surely, perhaps... Yeah, I guess if they're if they're inviting, I'm assuming they didn't start off with all their cast members there um, from the beginning because if places aren't open, they won't need the staff for it. So I guess if they start to open these other places up. They've got to be able to justify it. But mm. I don't know. Then at the same time, the more places that are open, the less busy those places will be. So it does kind of make sense if they've got the staff there to open them and the resource. And it might just be that. Um for operationally the needed time to sort something out a supply chain or something as well yeah it could be and then the Disney Corporation's quarterly earnings came in and I, everyone was very interested this time obviously this happens four times a year and um, Disney bloggers of, often report it but it's often a bit dry they might announce something or you know price increases or something but what we've learned here is that the parks um experiences and products has um lost two billion um i won't go into what the movies lost and the direct consumer and all this kind of thing but they've made a two billion pound uh, dollar sorry not pound dollar loss in the parks but they did manage to make a million um sorry a billion so, if that makes Swings sense. Swings and roundabouts, eh? <laughs> no, they didn't make a billion. They took in a billion, is what I'm saying. Yeah. But they made a £2 yeah. billion pound loss. Um, well, however, company-wide, the shares did go up not um, 0.08 of a dollar. <laughs> so it's something, because they were predicting a 0.6 loss. So something's gone up. This is all just numbers, but it's... Apparently, it's not as bad as they thought it was going to be, basically. Well, if if the parks are opening and um, there's money coming in, it would seem a silly idea to open it and run constantly at a loss. So it must, they must be doing... It must be making them at least ticking over type yeah. money by operating the way that they are at the moment. I think they've worked out the minimum capacity they can have to keep it just in mm. profit. And yeah. they, they did mention on the quarterly earnings call, I can't remember how they phrased it now, um, 
But the all parks that are open are, are co- well, they're covering operational costs, basically. So they're not losing yeah. money by being open. Um, interestingly, Walt Disney World has just reduced its park hours. All four parks have reduced it by an hour. Yeah, I'd seen that. Um, <clears throat> now, the the only reason they're not reducing the ticket price, they've got all their annual pass holders are still paying the same price. Everyone in the hotel is still paying the same price. So the only reason that could be is to reduce operation costs. Um, and also yeah. they probably think um, with it being such reduced capacities, I mean, it looks absolutely dead in Florida, more so than Paris, um, that people probably don't need 14 hours in a park if there's no lines for anything. So it might yeah, be that true. people are leaving early, no one's hanging around for fireworks, uh, but that might be a sign of things. But then Hong Kong opened and closed, was it 10 days later? Because there was a spike. So hmm. I think there was a bit of a loss there because, of course, you have to put a lot of money in to opening to then sort of yeah. go back to losing your income again. Um, but then the, the fireworks have started in Shanghai, haven't they? Have they? I haven't seen that. Yeah, I saw a thing about it earlier in the week. Um, I can't find it. I, I can't verify this now, but yes, I, I read somewhere. Somewhere. Thing that, is, um, the fireworks are starting in Shanghai have you again. seen the layout of um, the hub at Shanghai? Yeah, yeah. They, they've kind of they've got a viewing area, which yeah. um, Paris doesn't really have because we, we've got a garden, we've got a hub that is used as a hub, and then everyone just has to find a spot. They've got proper like terraces, so it might be a bit easier for them to arrange people. Yeah, possibly, possibly. Police it. Police it. Yeah. 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 Um. The only other thing that we haven't mentioned is the summer sale has started and it looks particularly generous and particularly good this time because they're selling spirit jerseys at 40% off, which is, I wish I was there and I bet they won't. For the same price, they've just taken 40% off the um, um, the actual cut of the the material. <laughs> so it, so <laughs> the that's the neck's even off. bigger than usual. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crop top. <laughs> We've just got one more little bit of news. We have been saying for a while that we had to cancel a Florida holiday twice and that Hugh had two weeks off work at the end of August. We weren't entirely sure what we're going to do with it. Um, I booked some park days at Disneyland Paris just in case, but we really weren't sure. And we'd more or less decided against going back to Disneyland Paris again. Mm. But we looked at the price because I really want to go somewhere and stay somewhere because of social distancing. I don't want to be Mm. going into cities and stuff like that. We looked at the price of centre parks in the UK and A, it's nearly entirely sold out and B, it's extraordinarily expensive. Oh, it's ridiculously expensive, More more so than usual and it's always expensive. Oh, yeah, I know. We've been looking for things for August. Um, we've got a week off and in the UK everything's just so expensive at the moment it's ridiculous so we just it popped into my head to look at European centre parks and I looked at Village Nature which we've never even thought about staying at before never even been on our list and Hmm. it was 50% off for a late (gasps) booking um, late booking offer and it, there was a lot of availability. You know how it says only six cottages left, only eight cottages left. Well, to say eight cottages left in the UK, there was nothing left in the UK. So panic bought. We've panic bought with a ten percent <laughs> deposit. 
and we have to pay the balance seven days before. So we really are going to leave it till seven days before and see. Yeah, monitoring those numbers. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, looking at the graphs and stuff because of what happened in Spain. We don't want to be over there and them um, no. declaring the quarantine. So we're going to have to keep our eye on it. But at the moment, we've got uh, a full five nights, six days booked at Village Natia. And we do intend to spend at least two, if not three days, just doing centre parks things because we've never really had that kind of holiday. Mm. Um, and then the fact that we can go to Disneyland Paris because we've got annual passes, we can be a bit more casual about it than if you forked out for three-day passes when you'd want to get your money's worth. Yeah. So we're just going to sort of play it by ear. We might even go to some other places around Disneyland Paris. But I also think... That Park might Asterix. be of interest to you, Chris. It might be interest to our listeners to know what else is in the area, if we can explore. So that is our current um, trip plans for August, and I am pretty awesome. darn excited. I'm excited for you. Um, yeah. mm. We watched a, a little bit jealous. We watched a YouTube video by <laughs> Maddie Mortus on um, CBB's Do You Know? Oh, yeah, Ma- I know her. Maddie yeah. M-O-A-T-E. Um yeah, she did a uh, a video about it with uh, her husband, I guess, is it? Uh, well, a boyfriend, but can we admit that CBeebies presenters live in sin? No, they get different... I'm sure they get different hotel rooms. <laughs> I'm sure they do. <laughs> yeah, but she, she stayed there. <clears throat> yeah. So watch a video on that. Probably got invited, to be honest. Yeah. She's got 150,000 followers. Indeed. Yes. But, so... <laughs> and I've got 81 or something. We now get to tell you yes! week on week... Literally 81. ...how we're going and um, whether that will be going ahead, what we're going to do with transport and so on and so forth. But we are rather excited. So, we should get John Snow to come and do some, like, like uh, graphics and stuff with charts and things about... Oh, you're not talking yeah, Game of Thrones, like, like John the elections. Snow. No, not oh, no, You not. know nothing, John Snow. John, you know nothing, John Snow. <laughs> John Snow. The other John Snow that knows everything. Yeah. That one. Yeah. <laughs> Fabulous. I like I prefer Jeremy Vine, but that's a different matter. He's mm. always jumping around maps, isn't he? Yes. Right. Do you think do you think we should mention the fact that we've uh, we've just um, launched on Patreon? Do you know um, what, Chris? I think we should Do you know? That was a call back to uh, two yeah. minutes ago when I talked about that programme on CBeebies. Chris, would you like to talk to our <laughs> lovely listeners about our Patreon page group? Yeah, so we, we've launched on Patreon um, and uh, for the princely sum of £3 a month, um, uh, you can become a Dis- Disney Street pal and uh, get loads of additional bonus content and stuff, what we're producing. And the idea is really you support us and show us some support and a bit of love um, and and. We're not, we're not out to make millions and millions of pounds because, uh, do you know what? I don't think there's millions and millions of pounds in this. Um, it's mostly to we, recoup costs. We're just looking to, <laughs> yeah, recoup, recoup some yeah, costs we've got and some website put it costs, back into the shows. Hosting costs, a little bit of um, transport when you eventually start yeah. com- coming up the driveway <laughs> in your car. Yeah. And um, so, just little, little things like that. But in return, what we're going to do is a bi-weekly Disney trivia quiz show, which is just mm-hmm. for pa- Patreons. It's going to be, at least for the first series, Hugh versus Chris, and we're going to get a bit of a leaderboard. But you can play along at home and let us know your scores. And we're also... Um, you get a chance to 
do the do some surveys and contribute to our shows and and make decisions for us about what we're going yeah. to do and say and things like that. And we're going to see if there's any other content type one-off shows and things that we can do as well. We keep talking about different things we'd like to do, mm. um, do shows on. So we might pick a few more, a few of those opportunities as well, and, and yeah. put things like that out. It, it's early days; we don't really know at the moment, do we? It's just a good place for us to put that extra stuff. Mm-hmm. I think there might be um, a few to say thank you Disney if you want Plus to support shows us. we want to review, which mm. we wouldn't do on oh, our main yeah. show, stuff like that. Yeah. So if you if you like the sound of any of that and you want to show your support for what we do over here, three pound a month, mm. less than a cup mm. of coffee. Uh, is it? Depends where you get at Disneyland Paris. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Depends where you get your mocha lattes and stuff, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess it does. So how can they do that, Chris? Will there be a link in the description? I'll put the link into the description, yes. But basically, if you go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com and search for 37 Disney Street, we're right there. Or you'll be able to find it on on Twitter, on our Twitter page or on Don't um, confuse Facebook. us with um, 36 Disney Street. They are our arch nemeses. Mm. Mm. They run a rival podcast. And they still our wheelie bin. Yeah. They live over the road. We hate them. Right. Okay, guys, that's it for our itty bitty news show. Thank you all for listening. Good night. Good night. Bye night, children. Uh.